0: This is but one of a thousand true crimes.
1: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to A Thousand True Crimes. Uh, I'm Chelsea, and I'm here, obviously, with my lovely co-host, Jo.
0: Hi, everyone. How you doing, girl? I see you're in a
1: different part of the house.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to avoid potential kitten conversations, but fair warning to all of our lit- listeners, Mama Cat is in heat, so you might hear some howling. She's fine. She is just looking for some D. Cool. Cool,
1: cool, cool. Well, welcome to A Thousand Tree Crimes. Um, how was your <laughs> Halloween?
0: <laughs> um, You know, all the uh, it was as good as it could have been. It was as good as it could have been. Okay. That's where I'll leave it. Um, but
1: y- Yeah, but at least, you know, you've gotten through the first one.
0: Yep, yep.
1: So hopefully after this, every single time Halloween comes around, it just gets a little bit
0: more tolerable, I guess you could say. That's what they tell me. That's what they say. So trust in the experience of the people who have walked the path before me. How was yours? Yeah. Did you
1: take pictures? It was good. Baby B did not... (laughs) did not dress up he would not let me even get the costume near him ah uh, ah uh. I know I was I was like cool I'm glad I spent like 25 dollars on this um <laughs> but he had his little one of my good friends got him these the little vans and he had like skinny jeans on and he had a black oh. t-shirt and it said uh mama is my boo so oh, I was like, "You're a skater kid."
0: That's cute. Yeah, that's cute. I was like, "You're a skater kid." <laughs> that's adorable. I mean, he has the hair for it. So he does. He does. It's fine,
1: but he had a lot of fun. I mean, I officially like—I probably held out longer than most moms, but I finally threw away the rest of his Halloween candy today because, like, all he will eat is fruit snacks and candy.
0: Wait, have so you was, heard? Like, Moving it.
1: Have you heard of the Switch Witch? I've heard of the switch, which, but like I also do believe, like I don't know, like I my parents just regulated it.
0: You're just like it's I gotten, don't sorry. want,
1: <laughs> I don't want candy to become like this, like like I have to have all the candy in the world because my mom won't let me have it.
0: Mm-hmm. You know.
1: Mm-hmm. So, but I just threw it away. And it's, like, candy that I don't really like and he can't have anyways, so. Yeah, he'll be fine. Don't worry. Uh, yeah, he'll be fine. Yeah. And we, we just, we stayed on our streets. So we didn't get, like, a
0: crop ton or anything like that. The girls got so much. It was insane. I actually don't have that mm-hmm. much left over. I'm really happy. The, we had a couple trick-or-treaters come by, and I kind of just, like, dumped candy into their bags. I was like, have yeah. a handful of candy. Yeah, take as much as you want. I don't care. Take it all. Um. So... I don't have that much left. I,
1: over. Oh, I had a little leftover, but not a lot either. So,
0: which is good. It's good. Little treat, a little treat for the grown-ups. Yeah, for after Halloween. <laughs> exactly. Um, we got to do a Gabby update. Hmm. Did you watch the 2020?
1: No, I did not. Girl, I can barely like brush my teeth. <laughs> like I, I gotta like. It's hard. (sighs) I I can can watch only one true crime a week, and that's it. And that's, like, for our podcast. And so (laughs) you are my Gabby update. What's going on with it?
0: Well, I mean, they didn't really say anything new. I mean, obviously, they haven't released any new information. But the only thing that I heard that um, changed things was apparently the area where he was found – it previously it's like it's like a floodplain so like when it rains it floods uh-huh. but then it drains so i guess he was underwater which i'm um because remember like a lot of my questions are like why was it just a skeleton that doesn't make sense bodies don't get decomposed that fast but mm-hmm. i i am just from the speculation from the documentary and people online i guess there's some speculation that critters might have helped with that yeah um yeah, that would make sense. So we'll see. I haven't, I mean, they didn't have a lot of new information um, that we haven't already heard. But I'm very yeah, curious to know a, what was in that journal.
1: It's just a sad situation for both, like, both families. The whole, yeah, the whole situation. Especially the whole situation, especially for Gabby's family, though. But um, so what you drinking over there before we crack into this case.
0: Yeah. So I've got some dark horse merlot. Mmm. Doing a Merlot this time. Okay. It's all right. It's all right. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What do you got? I went to Costco. Well
1: I went to Costco today. So I picked up some wine and um I'm doing some Acrobat Pinot Grige. Ooh sounds yummy well, because it's cool. It thing. is. I mean, it's a little bit more on the florally side, and I'm not a big fan of that, but it's good. I mean, I'm going to drink it. So. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I'm, yeah, exactly. That's how I feel about the moment. It's fine. It's tasty, but, you know, it's not I my mean, favorite wine. Yeah. Um, all right. And well, Before we dive in, quick housekeeping, Um, just a reminder to everybody, if you want to share us with anybody or just let people in the world know that we exist, You can like, follow, or subscribe um, to our podcast. And then if you want to know more about what's going on, you can find us on Facebook at a thousand true crimes podcast discussion group. And then you can find us also on Instagram at a thousand true crimes pod. If you guys want to know about like stuff that we're doing, like merch giveaways, we have conversations going about various true crime cases. um, And surprise for both you and the viewers. My mom is making us some custom bath bombs so we can do another oh. merch giveaway. <laughs> yeah. That's super pumped. Oh, I'm excited. I know. We don't know. It's all TBD will will keep you guys posted on all that. But um, yeah, keep your eyes open. We're going to be doing another merch giveaway. Oh, I'm excited.
1: Yeah, Did I get one this
0: time because I didn't get our first merch. Listen, you were offered it. You said you didn't want I it.
1: <laughs> I did, no, because I wanted to give it to people that to that listen to us. But, yeah. anyways, okay, whatever.
0: Just she made a bath bomb. Thank you yeah, so much. Yeah, I was going to say, she made like nine. She's made like nine of them. They're not painted or anything yet. So we've got plenty. We've got plenty. Okay. All right. Are you ready to
1: crack into this case?
0: I am. I'm so intrigued.
1: Okay. So, again, I am definitely playing into the. Like I'm getting old, like I just don't pay attention to a lot of things going on around me, okay. and so I saw the doc series on Netflix, and I was and I thought it was older. No, no, no. it oh, like yeah. just recently came out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I have a feeling that a lot of people are going to be talking about it. Podcasts are going to be doing it, but it's based on, um, the documentary on Netflix four episodes is called the motive
0: i've seen this i, I didn't mean, watch it but i've seen it on my netflix i haven't watched it yet though. okay okay
1: so that's the thing so okay. it just came out i i gotta pay attention to like dates and stuff i was like oh this is like new and i don't know i've never seen it before which like i thought for some reason it was just like an older one uh-huh. but anyways
0: so oh i'm um, so excited two.
1: So, too, in the documentary, because of laws, the um, boy's identity has always been I, like um, has never been released. Okay, and they don't say a name in the doc in the okay. series. They just say the boy, and like I don't know. I like names, even though yeah. half the time I can't pronounce them. <laughs> um, so I'm going to call the boy because I googled popular names in Israel in 1980s and yeah. David well the first one I couldn't pronounce the second one was David <laughs> cool. so so we're going to like, call oh, him David we're not going to so we're going to call the boy David that is not his name yeah got i it. don't know his name it is just for me yeah personally we got to keep track so listen again we we're
0: drinking wine we got to be able to keep track of people names help
1: <laughs> yeah so okay so we are going to Jerusalem, and okay. it was a rainy winter Saturday night in 1986. And at 1 a.m., dispatch receives a call about shots being fired in the in in in, Karim, in Karim neighborhood. Okay, I'm trying to I'm trying to channel my mother-in-law.
0: Yeah, yeah, like the your Jewish heritage do. through marriage.
1: The, yeah. I know like what no. I don't know anything. Every time we do like Hanukkah, you would think at this point I would know the prayer when we light the candles. And I'm like, a brocata, Animal, I don't know the rest. And ah, I just like it real
0: quiet. Ba-da, ba-da, ba-da. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what it is. So
1: um, okay. So shots are being fired in this neighborhood and lead investigator. Avi Samuel arrived on the scene and he enters the home where the shots were being had been heard. And as soon as he enters the home, there's like a table and on that table was an M16. Okay. So for people who don't know guns, it's a big fucking gun. Yeah. It's a military gun. It's a big fucking gun. At the front of the house was the parents' bedroom. And as the investigators kind of like enter the bedroom, they see the father 44-year-old Neeson Cohen was lying on the bed, and the mother, Leah Cohen, who was 40 years old, was lying beside him facing the curtain. Dead? They both have been shot at close range.
0: Oh, God. Okay. The
1: father had been shot with the M16 at point blank, and pretty much from, like, the side of his head across this, like, front part of his face. So, like, his eyes, nose,
0: like, forehead, all that Oof. part
1: was missing.
0: It blew his face off.
1: Yeah, yeah it's a big like it's I don't a big know. fucking gun. It. It's, yeah, yeah. It's a big fucking gun. Jesus Christ. Um the investigators actually found the part of his face that was missing on the curtain behind.
0: Oh my the bed. god. Ugh. Jesus. Mm-hmm.
1: The mother had been shot in the cheek and she had like an opening from her wound, and blood was, like, kind of spurting out of her face.
0: Oh, my God.
1: So, upstairs, they find the two daughters, Annette and Shira Cohen. Oh, no. Shira was Shira was 18, um, and they both have been shot, and both of their heads, again, close range, have been, like, disfigured. Oh, God. It's determined that one of the sisters, Annette, who was 19, was still serving in her mandatory military duty. Mm -hmm. And I'm just saying this because when we discuss the case afterwards, I want to, like, mention back to this.
0: Okay.
1: When they find her, her blanket was up around her neck and her arms were, like, under the blanket. So, like, she had not moved. Mm -hmm. Which is very, like, weird. Yeah. Because... With an M16, like I understand if you're deep sleep, you hear the first shot, you might wake up, you're gonna wake up. But by the second time, you're definitely you're gonna up. be kind of like up. Yeah. And m- military training, like, why aren't you? So, like, it's very weird because that is going to echo throughout the house. It's not like a handgun no. that could easily be muffled. No. Like, this is,
0: no, it's
1: fucking it's loud. It's a loud
0: gun. Yeah. If you've ever been anywhere near yeah. any sort of military complex, you probably heard it. That or yeah, I mean they're just yeah. Anyways,
1: so as the investigators are going through the house, some are kind of thinking maybe it was terrorists because really? they have had had they've had terrorists go into people's homes and shoot everyone like this before. Really, but I mean it's true. Yeah, but still I don't there's know. There's a lot of
0: there's a lot of like. Well, but like know, random like families, like I would late. expect like if you were like So that's what Avi said was like
1: he ruled that out because he's the lead of He ruled that out pretty quickly because usually like a terrorist is gonna make noise. Mm-hmm. Their main goal is like, yeah, we're gonna kill people, but like yeah. we want attention. There's yeah, no way. We want attention people to see
0: to that we've like we've done this. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. So they immediately ruled that out. They were like, well, maybe it was a robbery gone wrong, or was it, like, a drug issue? But there's, like, zero evidence pointing into any of those theories. Nothing was
0: stolen, I bet. Nothing was removed Mm -mm. from the home. Damn. Okay.
1: Mm -mm. They find out that a family member had fled the scene and is at a neighbor's house. Okay. Okay. They find out that the family member that fled was David, the son, and when the investigators get to the neighbor's house, he has this look in his eye that just terrifies um, Avi.
0: And what? I hope I'm saying
1: his name right. It's Avi. The lead investigator's name, I'm pretty sure, is Avi. Avi.
0: Yeah, that's fine.
1: Yeah, Avi.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Wait. So
0: he walks in. They find the boy, and the boy has this terrifying look in his eye that terrified a seasoned investigator. Yeah, like they're just. Mm-hmm.
1: So he's like talking to him, and he's just like, this look in his kid's eye is not right. Like, this is, I don't want to be alone with him. Like, something's not right. Okay. And David is 14 at the time, and he starts going off that a burglar came into the house. Um, and the investigators are like, we know that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. We know it's bullshit. Like that yeah. didn't happen. Yeah. So eventually the David comes out and he tells the investigators, um, he'll tell them what happened under one condition. I want to talk to my mother. Now, David thinks that his mother is still alive at the moment because when he saw the blood splurting out of her face, it was, like, still movement in this. So he thought, like, could she have possibly... Oh. Yeah. Um... Everybody on scene, she was the only one that was taken to the hospital, but she ended up dying on the way
0: to the hospital.
1: Everybody else was dead when they arrived.
0: Yeah.
1: So this is what David tells the investigators. That his father came home Thursday from reserve duty, and David asked him to show him how to use the M16. So his dad taught him over Thursday and Friday. Friday night comes, they have dinner, they have Shabbat. I'm assuming they have Shabbat, because that's yeah. Friday nights. Yeah. <laughs> um and the family watches a movie. It starts getting late. The family starts getting tired. And by 12 30, the whole family's asleep. Okay. 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 And at around 1 15 a.m. The documentary, like it's different. Mm-hmm. It's it's made. Um by Israeli directors, so it's like a different feel to it. Mm -hmm. And so they don't – and I don't also know there's – I don't think there's a lot of information out on the case due to the fact that it's dealing with a minor. Mm. Um, But in the beginning, they say that it was 1 a.m. They get a call, like dispatch gets a call about shots being fired. But then David is saying around 1.15 a.m., he woke up.
0: Okay, so, so like he could have so gotten his time wrong. Yeah, like it, it could have yeah. been like around 1 a.m. M- yeah, around so that time. So he says, yeah,
1: so he says he wakes up and he starts thinking about the movie, Papillon. Have you yeah. heard of it? Yeah. Okay, well, I've never seen it or heard of it, so, <laughs> okay. But anyways, David remembers a scene where the doctor at this prison is taking x-rays of an inmate. And he's talking to one of the convicts about helping him to escape. And the doctor says something along the lines like he killed his whole family, his wife and four little ones. Yeah. So David remembers this. And he also remembers hearing the bells of the churches in in, um, in the neighborhood. Okay. And he hears this like voice, like something says to him, get up and go. So he went downstairs put together the M16 shot his dad, mom and two sisters goes back up back downstairs puts the M16 on the table goes back upstairs climbs into a ba- onto a balcony fleeing the house shouting thief burglar he shot and killed everyone
0: okay yeah okay yeah, yeah.
1: So back at the house. The investigators find clothes that the boy was wearing and it was he hid them in the laundry nook with other dirty clothes. Okay.
0: Cuz like you're okay. going to be covered. this kid knows. Like, ah, uh, okay. All right, I'm mm-hmm. listening. I'm listening. I'm listening.
1: So they take the they take David to the police station to question him and he is just stone cold. So in the doc the documentary, they do talk about how like People that knew him as a kid were like, he's very polite. He's very nice. Like, he was never had any issues. There was never attitude. There was never anything like that. It was just like, like, he might be a little weird, but like, yeah, he was like, nice, normal kid. Hmm. So when the police are talking to him about his parents and sisters being murdered, by him, he's completely stone cold. Hmm. Hmm. Is not the least bit upset or nervous and he's just talking like it's a regular day.
0: I mean, I know that there's more to the story to listen to. And so, like, I'm sure we'll get there. But, I mean, I'm sure he's he's coping with even a fair amount of shock.
1: Yeah, but I feel like... You know more than I know, You so... Would- yeah, so I have a hard time because I'm like, mm. Yeah, you know, yeah, just, I gonna, know, just want to, like, exactly. skip and, like, have our discussions. <laughs> I know, but, okay. all right, all right, all right. <laughs> but, like, think about it. Even if you're a kid, you're 14 years old, and even if you're in shock after you're removed from the situation and you're in the police station and they start questioning you, wouldn't you have some form of either, like, if you really – Really like had a psychotic break. I don't know. It's just uh, I don't. I don't know. I yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I just feel like you would have to. There would be some form of emotion.
0: One would think eventually yes. something's going to click. One would think yes. And like I said, okay. I'm sure that there's more to the story still. So, yeah, the fact that he didn't okay. have emotion is important.
1: Yes. So. The investigators let him know he's a suspect in the murders, and when the investigators ask if he feels guilty about this, the boy said, why would I feel guilty? I didn't murder them. He kept saying, like, it wasn't me who did it. Like, yes, my body did it, but it wasn't me who did it. Okay. He said a foreign body entered him and made him do it like a green monster.
0: Okay, so he's disassociated. Got it. Got it.
1: Okay. Okay. So this is where the title motive comes in because there's no evidence of abuse. David never committing crimes. David never gives a motive. Huh. They still to this day do not know what the motive was.
0: Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, let's dig into okay. it. Let's speculate our asses off. All right. Yossi
1: Aron, I don't like him, is the defense attorney for David.
0: Okay. Yossi. And he
1: goes in and he says, like, Got it. huh? I said, Yossi. Got it. Yossi. Yossi Aron. It's like Aaron, but Aron. Okay. Okay. Is his defense attorney, okay? Mm-hmm. And he says, like, David's, like, super smart. He's incredible. He's very charming. And it frightened him because it could have easily been one of his boys that did this crime. Oof. So the day after the murders, David asked the judge, Ben Hardor, for a gag order so that the story wouldn't get out. The attorney? No, the boy. Oh. David, like, asked the judge, I want a gag order.
0: What the fuck is going on with this kid? Mm-hmm. The judge denies it. He
1: also asks – David also asks for books and notebooks to keep up with his studies. Uh, uh,
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. Which is like this is where I sit here and I go, okay, so like let's say if you did have a a psychological breakdown. Like if he did really believe that he got – taken over, like his, you know, whatever.
0: Wouldn't you still have guilt?
1: But when you're coming, yeah, you're coming out of that, eventually you're going to, like, do medication or just time. Treatment, whatever, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're going to have that moment of, like, oh, fuck, what did I do? Right. I feel horrible. The fact that he is, like, I don't want anyone knowing about this. I want a gag order. And, by the way, can I get my notes and notebooks? Like, that's the last thing I'm going to be concerned
0: about. Yeah, no kidding. If I'm facing jail time. Yeah, especially if I was just possessed. Mm -hmm. I mean, if we're going to go with his story, if I was just possessed Mm -hmm. with another entity, uh, yeah, the last thing I'm going to worry about is my studies. Exactly. Hmm. So
1: the same day, like the next day after the murders, they also do the uh, reconstruction of the crime scene. And this is where the police let David, like, freely show them what exactly happened. Okay. Um... Essentially, like, you want to make sure that you give the person that's telling me, like, going through the reconstruction, like, give them space, no pressure to talk. And you just kind of, like, sit there mm-hmm. and let them tell you and show you. mm mm-hmm. um, So this is where he confirms he killed his parents first, then his two sisters. Shira, the 18-year-old, woke up. And this is where we also find out, though, that Shira, 18, woke up, turned to David, and said something like, What is happening? What is going on? And he shoots her in the middle of his of her
0: sentence. Shit. So Yasi asks him, allegedly still sleeping at this time.
1: So this is the second. So Annette. No, that's not how you say her name. I have to look at it.
0: The one who was under the sheet. He shot her first.
1: Yeah. The one that okay. was 19 and still in her, um, where is her name? Yeah, Annette. Annette. Okay. Um, okay so it sounds like she was first. the first one. Okay. okay. hmm Okay. So he shot his second sister, the second youngest sister, Shira, in the middle of her sentence.
0: Okay.
1: So... Yosi takes him, just asks him, just, like, everyone else says, like, why did you do this? Like, what is going on? And David is still sticking to this green body came to him, and he heard voices and commands, and his defense attorney does say, like, he doesn't believe him mm-hmm. because there's no evidence of him having any, like, mental health issues. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I get it. It's the 80s, so, like, take that with a grain of salt, but, like, there would be some signs, like, You don't – I don't feel like you just go to sleep, wake up in the middle of the night and decide to have, like, a complete breakdown.
0: Yeah. I mean, obviously, there was something going on, but whatever it is, Mm -hmm. it's not green monsters. No.
1: No. So, after the reconstruction, they take him to the cemetery – David to the cemetery to see if, like, the police are like, maybe we could break him at that point if he sees the graves. Yeah, maybe he'll feel something. Nothing. Wow. He was calm, spoke quietly, no emotion. Wow. Jesus. So he has a 10 day arraignment, and this is when he confesses to the judge about committing the crime. He, this is also like weird because this is when he also kind of shows some emotion because he cries when he sees his relatives, but he still is asking for his homework from school to be brought to Talbia Hospital where he was under observation at the time. Okay. So while he was under a psychiatric observation, Avi and him were like, talk. So the lead investigator, mm-hmm. they're like talking and laughing and. His like psychiatrist comes in at one point and asks the lead investigator, like, are you okay? And he's like, Yeah, why? And the doctor pretty much like he's in the documentary, he's like, This kid follows like there's nothing on books on psychiatry like psychiatry that applies to this kid. Oh. Like they can't diagnose him. And they're trying. They're trying to. They're trying they're trying to figure out what's going on.
0: Oh. Um think he was a baby But psychopath? it just shows like
1: this kid, huh?
0: Think he was a baby psychopath? I have my theories. Okay, we'll get there. 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 We're gonna get there.
1: <laughs> so but like this just shows like how charming he is. Like the lead investigator that literally walked in to this gruesome crime, knows this is the 14-year-old kid that did this mm-hmm. without any regret. And he's having, like, jokes with him. Interesting. Interesting.
0: Interesting. Mm-hmm. Huh.
1: So, they also mention that, like, David has, like, extremely high IQ. And... He was under observation for three weeks, and during that time, he showed no signs of sadness or regret, and the psychiatrist let him know, like, I don't believe your story about the green figure. Like, bullshit. Yep, yep. And the boy is just like, you're wrong. It happened. And he ends up pretty much telling the doctor that, like, you all might be doctors, psychiatrists, department heads, but that doesn't impress me. You will only know what I tell you.
0: Excuse me right like so
1: smug
0: what a little shit (laughs) damn Mm -hmm. the okay i i i want to have opinions but i know better after doing this long enough that i should just keep my mouth shut until i hear all of the information Um, so after his observation was completed, the doctors submit their paperwork
1: to the court saying he was fit for court and there were no grounds for claiming any sort of psychiatric impairment that could have led him to commit the crime.
0: Yeah. And he didn't even help himself out any, you know, like, I don't know. I'm not trying to sit here and say that like criminals should play up their mental health issues to avoid like harsher punishments but like at 14 you'd think if you were so smart you would play it up so that you could potentially maybe not spend literally the rest of your life in jail but not this kid this kid's just like nope the monsters came you guys are pieces of shit (laughs) yeah it's yeah
1: just wait
0: um okay
1: so he goes to trial at the juvenile court and faces four counts of murder and in And in Israel, children over 14 could be sent to jail. Okay. Like prison, not like juvenile. Like, I think in the U.S. it's, like, depending by state and – But 16 to 18 typically. Because I feel like – yeah, I feel like it's 16 to 18. Okay. So this this one's a little difficult of a name. So bear with me. Okay. You got this. Um, Actually, let's take a break and get some more drinks. Okay. So this is, like, one of the names that I, like – Y-E-H-O-S-H-U-A.
0: Yehoshua. Hey, I was pretty damn close. I mean, you pretty much nailed it, yeah. Yehoshua. You're getting better. Can't pronounce, can't pronounce American names, but Hebrew. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Yehoshua
1: Rinsnick is the prosecution. Okay. And... I kinda giggled at this. He goes in, in in the documentary and he talks about how they can prove Men's Rea, which
0: like <laughs> that makes me think of legally blonde. Right, legally, legally blonde. blonde. Like, yeah. like
1: I just had that whole scene yeah. playing in my head and I was like, yeah. um, mens Rea? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um which to people who are not familiar with Leg- <laughs> legally blonde, it's uh the intent to commit a crime.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And they're able to prove this by the fact that he physically went downstairs, got the gun, physically had to put it together, yeah, and move from one victim to the next. Because, yeah. like, if you kill one person, especially, like, if it's your first time ever, like, at 14 years old, I feel like if you shoot your dad with an M16 and you see, like, how violent that is... You might stop. Yeah. You might be like, oh, fuck. Like, mm, that's a little... Not, what am I doing? But the fact that... And, like, maybe even the second time. But the fact that he, like, had to walk out of his parents' room, walk up the stairs... Yeah. And go into his sister's bedrooms. Like, mm mm-mm. Like, you are doing this purposely. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, Judge Tal pretty much has a battle with this crime. And pretty much the judge said that... the doctors weren't able to diagnose what was wrong with him. And because of that, like he, and as a child, he couldn't treat David like any other defendant. Okay. It pretty much comes out that, like, the judges are like, he's a kid. Yeah. And there's no motive, and you guys can't figure out what's wrong with him. Like, they're kind of like, we don't know what to do. I don't know, yeah. it came, no, it came to me, it came off more like pity on the kid.
0: I mean, okay, yes, we should always okay. have sympathy for children who commit mm-hmm. crimes. I do believe that, but uh, not uh, the there needs to continue to be questions asked. Just because there's no answer doesn't mean that we don't continue to pursue the answer, while also yeah. keeping close on a close observation. Yes. So
1: a plea, a plea bargain is breached. Okay. And it's for manslaughter and not murder. Manslaughter? I told you, I, when you, when you watch this documentary, like, I do not like the defense attorney. He pisses me off. Yep. Yossi, Yossi. Mm -hmm. Um, so pretty much what had happened was Yossi's defense attorney says that the important, like, this is important because now he could get the inheritance if it's manslaughter but if he's convicted of murder he wouldn't be able to so it's important that he was being trialed now for manslaughter and not murder oh. and the day that Yasi met david the david mentioned that he wanted to inherit everything So his defense attorney went to the court and pretty much had, like, talked to the judges and got them to agree to do manslaughter. And because the prosecution can never find a motive, he is sentenced to only nine years, inherited everything, and he went to a reform school. And when he graduated from the reform school, he finished the rest of his sentence in a prison.
0: I don't understand.
1: Okay, but I explained it like pretty.
0: Like, oh no, no, no. like it's you just were like clear. I okay, don't understand okay. what they were thinking. So okay, so the last episode.
1: So these episodes are only like thirty something minutes long. The last okay. episode is the longest because that goes into the theories of like what the fuck happened. Okay, all right, let's
0: hear it. Here we go. All right, lay it on me.
1: So David got real lucky because he had, obviously, a very good defense attorney. Um, Clearly, my God. Clearly, nine years. We all want that defense attorney. Nine years and manslaughter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he inherited everything.
0: (sighs) Okay, all right, here we go. All right, I'm listening.
1: So, they actually talked to somebody at the reform school that David went to, and essentially, like, the boys at the reform school already had their opinions and, like, did not like him. Okay.
0: Because Uh, the...
1: I don't know if you... Yeah. If you know much about the Jewish culture, but, like, you don't fuck with the mother. You just don't fuck with the mother. And you fuck with the mother, so you cross the fucking line.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So,
1: the boys are like, fuck you. We don't like you. Mm -hmm. Um... So it flips back to the defense attorney, and he pretty much says that it's better for the world to think that David was a monster than know the truth. Okay, what's the truth? All right, let
0: let us have the truth.
1: I know. I would much rather have the truth. Yeah. So the interviewer mentions that the motive might have something to do with incest or abuse.
0: Oh, God. And or abuse. Oh, God. Okay. Okay.
1: And his defense attorney says no comment.
0: Oh shit.
1: Okay. So we go back and we talk to the psychiatrist and he explains that it is natural for people to just like automatically assume abuse because like you you have to have so much hate.
0: Some yeah, right. You know, you right,
1: have to have right. something a rage or something for that. Right. Violent of a
0: crime. Yeah. Yeah. Especially like a snap. And it would take like that.
1: Yeah, and it would take severe trauma for a boy to do what he did, but it also depends on his personality, which okay. is what I go. think plays a big role yep. in this. If he's, This is all from the psychiatrist. If he's very narcissistic, then you don't have to have abuse to make him to do, decide to do such a thing. Yup. They also bring on that there was no situation brought to the police about the environment the boy was growing up in. Um, and they do make a good point that, like, abuse just doesn't happen in the basement. It's in the environment. And someone would have seen some sign. Now, I do want to say that people can get abused and just, like, people don't realize. Yep. But yep. usually when a crime like this happens and the people in their lives look back, we'll sit here and you go, see how did I not put that together? Right.
0: Right. Yeah. mm mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: There was no, no one came forward and said hindsight, like, oh, you know what? Like David would get really uncomfortable around his dad or his mom, or they would take David to a different room. And, you know, like they had friends that came over every Saturday night or every Saturday night. Even if
0: it wasn't just that, even if it was just like there were times that he seemed off. Or times that he yeah. seemed weird. Or times that he seemed yeah. upset for no reason. Like, they would notice things like that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but you meet
1: the family friends that came over every single Saturday, and, like, their kids were friends with, you know, the kids were all friends. Yeah. And they were like, there was nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Nothing. So to me, it's like, yes, he could have very well been abused. And I will say that, like, abuse definitely could have played a, a huge role in this case mm-hmm. because abuse is also very hidden. And I don't know culturally, if he was being sexually abused, how that would translate culturally. Like, like I could see like that what, being very – Does he have
0: the room to be able to actually, like, make those claims and mm-hmm. and get protection? Right, I don't either. Yes, yeah. so
1: I don't, I don't know. And this was the '80s, so it could be very different oh, than God, it yeah. is. Yep, yep. Today, okay. So fast forward to 1992. He, David, is up for parole, and his defense attorney never really talks to any journalist before this. Okay, but finally decides to talk to Ruthie Yovel so that she can write an article in his interest, in David's interest. Oh. After the article comes out, he's paroled. Okay. Okay, so you have to remember, like, he has been in jail, like, nine years, so he's now an adult. Okay. Okay. So in the article, Ruthie interviews him, and it comes out that his father was like Jekyll and Hyde. Everyone on the outside saw this gentleman, but at home, he would have fits of rage and beat his sister. But because David was like the prince, and he was never beaten, but he hated himself for being so passive and allowing his dad to beat his sisters, so he felt like he had to protect his sisters. Okay, put. Okay. Let's let's go through this, and yep. then we'll we're we're gonna talk. Okay. Yep. So, as the two day interview with David continues, he mentions that his sister Shira was beaten by her dad, and had told the school counselor. But you actually meet the counselor in the documentary, and the counselor said that nothing seemed unusual. They met once a week, and she never mentioned anything or showed any anger about her home life. Okay. So she did, the guidance counselor did know David as well, and she did say like he wasn't problematic or anything, but the only thing that seemed off was that he never would make eye contact with her.
0: Mm, Okay. All right. There's something. Uh-huh. So,
1: David also mentions that he is essentially comes off like he's happier without his family because he isn't submissive or a weaker person, a weak person anymore. That now, because this happened, he can't fail. And if he does, he knows he is strong enough and can pick himself up and move forward.
0: He said that in the interview.
1: Uh-huh. It was in the documentary. I mean, that is, like, not word for word, but that's essentially no, no, like but what like, he said. No, no, but, like,
0: what the fuck is he talking about? Like.
1: Yeah. So fast forward to today. He is working. He has kids. And he is living a normal life. I did see when I Googled, like, just to see if I could find any more information, is that people were able to put together. His employer was able to put together. It was him. And he lost his job. Again, I don't know if that's true. But he is out. He has children. He's living a normal
0: life. He is working. Okay. Here's my questions. Okay. Okay.
1: Did this so sisters... let's dive into it now.
0: Okay. When the sisters, I assume an autopsy was performed of some sort, even just a visual autopsy or a surface autopsy. Probably. They didn't have any bruises on their bodies.
1: Okay. Again, I don't know culturally how that works because I do like they could have easily said because I was wondering about this. They could have easily said, hey, like, cause of death is their head that is fucking blown yeah, off. Yeah. We're not going to perform an autopsy.
0: Well, no. Because we know that's what the what cause of death is. is even like, but we're not
1: in America. But we're not in America. You're in Israel. Well, I don't is know true, a lot. But a
0: lot of their legal systems are built on ours. And we can talk about the toxicity of America and the world in a different podcast. But I do know their legal system yeah. does mirror ours a lot. Um, yeah,
1: but I also don't know culturally
0: how I still it affects, think, because, I, like, I know... I still think like, that they he, would have done a visual autopsy, even if they didn't do it. Okay, like at a least a visual, autopsy. yes. Yeah, I think they would have done one. And yeah. if these girls were being beaten, as much as Nuancy he claims they were, there would be old bruises, there would be new bruises. I mean, that's, like, how people identify, like, abuse in children, like, in schools, is, like... Are there mm-hmm. a lot of bruises? Are they, like, lingering for a long time, like, at, like different ages of bruises? You know, like, because if, like, like kids fall and they make mistakes and, like, if you fall and you get a big tumble, you're going to have a lot of bruises, but they're all going to go away at the same time. You're not going to have some mm-hmm. old new bruises, some medium bruises, some new bruises.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're right. Like, they probably did a an overall. I would think. Again, there's not a lot of information out there on this case besides what I found in the documentary, but also what I was thinking was... How did the dad? All of them are military trained.
0: Yeah, yeah, essentially,
1: except for Shirak and David because they're younger. Uh-huh. They hadn't. They didn't start done their, done their mandatory service. Yeah, the dad is in the reserves. Yeah,
0: yeah. So
1: obviously, like if you neutral, like he got rid of his dad first. He said. And that would make sense because now you have the biggest, strongest figure, right? And if he's the cause of the abuse, you now have gotten But
0: then he wouldn't have killed his sister. But no 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 listen. Listen, listen. I'm listening. I'm listening. Joe, I'm going back to your autopsy. I'm listening.
1: Thing. How how in the world does somebody that is serving in the military not wake up when they hear an M sixteen go off and do something about it? You wouldn't. My question is, did he drug them? David. Mhm. Could he have drugged them to knock them out so that they wouldn't
0: fight? You know what this is making me think of is the Amityville case where he used a shotgun and killed his family and they were all found asleep in their beds and it was like how did you mm-hmm. how did the children sleep through three or two then three then four other shotgun blasts in inside of a home? Mhm. And if you didn't do an autopsy,
1: like taking the blood and then these samples and this and that, if you're not looking for it, could you have just, because like to me, it just doesn't make sense. Like my husband, he like, like he's like, they train them to wake up to those sounds. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's important. It's so, important. like, I don't – it's a very important thing yeah. when you could possibly be at war. Yeah. So, like, you need to wake up when you hear gunshots going off. Yeah. I would yeah. think that's a training thing.
0: And, and react. So, like,
1: that was my first thing.
0: And then – well, and then the question is, like, so if he's allegedly trying to be, like, this savior for his sisters, why did he kill his sisters? Mm-hmm. You know, like, mm-hmm. that doesn't make that's sense. That's a big thing to me.
1: Why did he kill his sisters? So, here are my – Two theories. Okay. This is what. Hit me. This is in my opinion. Okay. If, if there was abuse, because I do not want to sit here and say like. Oh yeah, wait, can I throw
0: something in before you tell your things? Yes. And then we'll go into it. Uh Uh-huh. I will, Uh I do just want to add that it is very possible to mask a lifetime of abuse of children. That is a very possible thing to do. And for nobody to know that it's going on and you, it's, it's possible.
1: Yes, I, and I, that is what I'm saying. is like, yeah. if if there was abuse, it wasn't towards him, it was towards his sisters. Uh-huh. From everything, that is what it's sounding like. I understand going after your dad. Yep. Because he's the one committing it. And even going after your mother because your mother's allowing it.
0: And she didn't stop it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It makes and sense. she didn't stop it. Okay. First
1: off, I 100% believe he has psychopathic tendencies and he's a narcissist yep 100 percent. that is what comes off to me so if there is abuse i think that he used that as an excuse to get rid of his family so that he could get everything
0: well and he was that was the first thing everything. he asked for
1: yeah so like his sister's he was just like, sorry, dude. Because then he would have to split everything up with his sisters. Which right? And you... then, and then, but then if his sisters survive, you know, like now it could come off as he could get charged with murder because now there's a motive. So he can never let that motive out. Okay. Yep. If following. there is not abuse, which is like a lot of there's, you know, there's no, like who knows. If there was no abuse and he just decided, I'm going to kill my family. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. He had to kill everybody to get his inheritance is what it comes out to me. What it sounds like is that he wants his inheritance and he didn't want to have a family life. Yep. Because he like mentioned that too. And he had to kill his sisters because he couldn't use the abuse excuse. Because they would have want talked to him. But the abuse reason. They would the
0: have said no. The abuse reason. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because they would be like, what the fuck are you talking about? That never happened. Yeah. 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 So I think he intentionally, one way or the other, he intentionally killed his sisters.
0: And if he was... His parents
1: could go either... Like, his parents could have been like, I'm doing this because fuck you, I'm tired of you beating up my sisters. mm -hmm. Like, I'm tired of doing this. So, fuck you. But like, sorry guys, you... Like, sisters, you gotta go too because like, I want everything because I'm a fucking narcissist.
0: And the thing is, if he is a narcissist, he could... Because narcissists are very good. There's like, you know, all sorts of different types of narcissists. But there is a type of narcissist where they are incredibly good at framing themselves as a victim of situations that really aren't as bad as they're making. They make it sound like to everybody else. Right. So like genuinely Mm -hmm. in their brain, they believe I am being treated so badly by this person but if you look at it from a mentally healthy standpoint it's like oh no actually that person is is just setting up boundaries that's all that that is yeah and so he could believe if, if he is a narcissist and we're going to go with that he could believe that there was abuse going on when like somebody who has a mentally healthy brain can look at the situation and be like that's not abuse kid that's just a boundary yeah that's all that that is
1: yeah and he was and he said he was like he was treated like the little prince he was the only boy he was never hit he was never beaten it was all taken out on his sisters and he loved
0: he even says he's like i loved my sisters so much oh yeah really i had so to much. them so much you loved them so much you know my brothers love me and you know what they've never done they've never killed me
1: yeah, so I don't. But those are, those are my theories. I think that he one hundred percent. And like, and I agree. They can't let the motive out because I don't know if they have like double, double jeopardy there. But like, if the motive comes out, could he get retried? I don't know. I don't know their about their legal system, like here. Like, I mean, there's you can't get of people yeah, can't get all, drugs, away with yeah. murder. Yeah. But because we they rushed the things, they get acquitted now they can never be charged with that so like could he i don't know i don't know and the fact that like the defense attorney's like i'll never tell you like i know but i'll never tell you well if you like what does it matter now yeah like what does it matter now tell us now yeah yeah if he can't be tried again why don't you just tell
0: us I don't know. But I don't know. He could be trial. He could. It could be allowed that if you are. Maybe over in there. Maybe in Israel. I, that's how it is.
1: I don't know. Uh, I don't know their legal system.
0: But what yeah. A, he... a puzzler. I know. And he was so young. I mean, there's I know. an element that I have sympathy for his youth. But then also at the same time, I'm just like, friend. Mm-hmm. No.
1: But see, I would have sympathy for his youth if he you start if like even now he started showing remorse. Any remorse. sort of signs. But the yeah. fact is he's not. Not a witch. The fact that he is like living his life, he has never once expressed remorse, he never once cried for his family. I want to know what that once marriage sh- is like. Shed a tear. I don't he, just because he has kids
0: doesn't mean he's married. I wanna know what that situation is like that wolf we won't find out because he's keeping they're keeping
1: his damn identity and he
0: knew see this is the thing that kills me right right like it's almost like he had figured it all out like he was like finally i figured out how like he knew to ask for the gag order that's a lot for a 14 year old to know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. he knew to ask his attorney for access to his inheritance however he needed to Mm -hmm. gain access to that in this case manslaughter instead of murder yeah I just feel like this little shit, like, just pulled it off. Mm-hmm. That's what I've seen. It's like, I don't know.
1: I just feel like, like you said, there would be bruises. There would be somebody that would come out and say, hey, you know what, in hindsight, like, yeah.
0: There were weird yeah, things. Yeah, like,
1: yeah, there were weird things that we just kind of brushed on the rug. We just thought was normal. But no one, in the, at least in the documentary, no one came out and said anything. Huh. So to me, it's like I think he murdered it's him in like cold he blood. Used, I
0: think he murdered him in cold I,
1: blood. I, I'm kind of leading, like leading that way. Yeah, is that I think he just he knew he could play. He could say he was there was abuse going on. Um, but I'm like the fact that like police could never find any type of motive. Like there was never any type of signs or yeah. I don't know, stuff like you would think like the girls would have
0: said something to a friend. Well, and because they were so much older, mm-hmm. like they're not, they're not stuck in that isolation anymore. So, okay. So, and I know. One I, is in the military.
1: She could go live somewhere else if she yeah, wanted exactly. to. Yeah, exactly. She was 19 and she stayed in the house. Like No, this is what I'm like, saying. Again, I understand that like with abuse, she could be like not
0: feeling like she could leave. Right, I understand that. Right. But, but, but with people, because there are, there are narcissists who have children, there are psychopaths who have children, there are sociopaths who have children, and they do abuse them. They, they break them and they ruin them and they destroy them. But most of those children who are raised in those environments, it's a, it's a different relationship than it is for like a a spouse, a romantic partner, something like that. And, and if you watch a lot of times, even if they don't cut ties they make mm-hmm. attempts to remove themselves from the environment. And so she had the yeah. opportunity to mm-hmm. remove herself from the environment. Granted, maybe she stayed to support her other siblings. Maybe maybe she had some of that going on. But even still, if that was truly going on, I have been, I have spoken to people, So I mean, many, many people who have been the older sibling of a younger sibling who you know is still stuck in that abuse and while there is effort to maintain like relationship and effort to support Mm -hmm. and effort to try and enlighten most of the time when you come of age that you are able to leave with and and, and it has to be in a way that you're not going to upset the abuser so college military service um, any Mm -hmm. of those if you can leave in that kind of a way, typically they do. And so, like, I just, someone would have seen something. In hindsight, yes. In hindsight, you might not have right. Seen in, it at, the at the time, it was
1: happening. But, but, in, but hindsight, in hindsight, you would.
0: Someone yeah. would have been like, you know what? They were kind of always this way or there were a few times where like this person showed up in tears or just like not well or didn't do well in school or something somebody mm-hmm. would have would have noticed or would have like thought about something. And again, like you said, in hindsight and and said some and just I, I, I think mm. this kid murdered it's them in weird. cold blood. I think he murdered his family in cold blood. Uh, yeah,
1: I, I mean, the more like I talk about them, I'm like, it just doesn't make sense. Things are not adding up like how, the fact that the inheritance and the manslaughter and he knew he couldn't get charged with murder. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. I
0: don't know. I don't know. But did they have a big anyways, inheritance? So that's, were they like a wealthy family or an upper class family? Um, They didn't say. I mean, he got the house. They seemed like they were like decently in. well off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay. So he was, so he got a decent amount.
1: I mean, he got the family house that he murdered his family in. And his grandmother, when they, in 1992, when they were doing that interview, his grandmother was living there.
0: See, and this I don't, um, I, uh, hmm, how do I say this? Um, I don't think that there's any sort of shame in living in a home where people have died. Um, I think that's fine, even if it's a tragic and horrific death. Um, but I cannot wait to sell my house. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to live in this house. Yeah, because of memories. Exactly. That's what, like. I could never. But, you know, exactly. You know what I mean? It's like, I will stay at my house because, you know, it's an investment. And, and I, I have, I have children. I have fur children I have to take care of. And I have a job and I have a place that I have to live. But. The second I am able to get rid of this house, I am getting rid of this house. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to have Mm -hmm. it for generations or for decades. And I sure as hell would not move my mother or, I guess, grandmother into, like, that room. You know what I mean? Like. And, yeah. And, like, also,
1: I don't know how the grandmother could live in that house knowing. Where where her child died? Um, It's
0: just. By mm -hmm. her grandchild? Some weird and ass her fucking shit. Were murdered. That's a weird ass fucking shit. That's yeah. a weird case, Charles. So, that's a weird case. So that's
1: the. I guess it's. I guess it's what we're gonna call it. That's the motive. It's on Netflix. Check it out. It's really done. Just FYI, super graphic. Um, you do see the crime scene photos.
0: Okay, good which to like, know. I was like, good to know. Goddamn. Trigger um, warning, please. Bye.
1: <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, that's the case. And again, his name is not David. I just didn't want to say the boy. Yeah, the whole time. So I just googled that. Um, but yeah, let us know what you think. If you guys watch this, let us know. Let's start a thread. I'll
0: start a thread. I'll start a thread in the group, and like we can all talk about it because, um, yeah, that's some weird ass fucking shit. Okay, so I saw an ad, like just like a commercial for it, where um. And I don't, I think they were interviewing um, Avi. Mm -hmm. And they were like, do you think that you know the motive? Or maybe it was one of the psychiatrists and he was like, yeah, I think I do, but I'm not going to say anything. Or was that his defense attorney? That's the defense attorney. (sighs) Purdy. Yep. Stop. She just howls throughout the house. She just howls. She's just looking for some love. I told her. I was like, there's um, both of these male cats inside this home are are safe. You can totally get what you need to get from them, and they're not going to give you babies. But you got to be nice to them. And she doesn't want to be nice to them. Do you hear her? Oh, my God. I hear her, yeah. All right. Well... <laughs> Yeah, that was a really good case. That was a defense attorney. That was a good one, Charles. All right. So, what's your weekly win?
1: Um, my weekly win is I made it to the weekend.
0: Yes, you did. I want to
1: keep it simple. It's been (laughs) I am I hate toddlerhood. (laughs) Um, Nobody likes it. My son is. pushing limits and boundaries and eating nothing but fruit snacks because that's all he wants to fucking eat. So it's been a week and yeah. I'm tired and I'm over it.
0: Your hair looks so good though.
1: Oh, thanks. I like, I cannot deal with them. Anyway, so I'm just happy it's Saturday night.
0: You made it, girl. That's you made it.
1: I know and the worst part is it's not like all oh, the week is over and like I've moved past it. No. No. We're, we're, no. Yeah, I still got like a year and a half left of this bullshit. It just continues. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways. But
0: listen, he'll be an adult one day and he'll be a delight.
1: I don't know, man. I was yelling at him and I was like, I hope I am not making him want to shoot me in the face one day because he's not gonna shoot you in the face one day. <laughs> like, I'm like, B, just tell right now. I'm like, god damn it, fucking, what are you doing? And he's just like, ma! <laughs>
0: it will it will become there's a lot of yelling going on it will become so much easier once he gets all of his words he's still getting them yeah that needs to happen like today i know i know i know i know i know and it will it will come it will come it will come and it will get easier (laughs) okay cool um i'll see you on the other side
1: so anyways (laughs) what's your weekly
0: win um So, I'm, like, waffling between two. Um, My mom and I are officially starting, like, a business together, doing the bath bombs. Oh, fun, girl. So, we're officially doing it. I'm, like, kind of, like, marketing and uh, tech and, like, the business stuff. And then my mom is, like, the creative side. She makes the bath bombs and decorates the bath bombs and does all that stuff. Um, But... We in in like part of the deal is that we're gonna turn that room into mm-hmm. where we're gonna have like the bath bombs and where we're gonna have like the, okay. the setup and stuff. And I'm actually really excited because um that room has just kind of been empty ever since yeah. any, everything has happened. So now it's having a purpose again. And I'm I am excited that it yeah it's gonna have a purpose again. Like and it's gonna be not sad <laughs> yeah
1: mm-hmm.
0: well i'm excited for it i can't wait you're in so degree. great that's oh, my God. weekly win yes so y'all be on the lookout mm-hmm. for these bath bombs because um yeah my mom's making them for us so we're gonna have to do some kind of merch giveaway what are we gonna do yeah. i don't know we'll have to we'll have to discuss it maybe we'll just send a bath bomb to all nine of our followers <laughs> yeah that'd be great <laughs> we should
1: Nine people. Yeah. You know what? Nine's better than one. Yeah. I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, <laughs> um, all right, y'all. Well, stay yeah. safe. Lock your doors. Get a dog. And uh, Wait, yeah. Can we say
0: may he rot? I feel
1: weird about it. I don't know. I feel like may he rot needs to be on the back burner on this one because if – I know. He is telling the truth about the abuse. I don't want to say that because, like, I know. fuck I know. people that abuse their kids. Yep. So yep. let's just
0: maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe he can rot. Maybe
1: not. I mean, you can rot for killing your sisters,
0: yeah, that's the part I don't like. I don't like that he killed his sisters. Yeah, like that's that. where I'm at. That's where I'm like, yeah, that's that you, you went a little too far. Maybe you instead of rotting, he can just simmer a little bit. Maybe, okay. Anyways, <laughs> this has gone way too okay. Like, weird.
1: <laughs> we'll no, talk you. to you
0: next week. <laughs> Stay safe out yeah, there. Bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> bye.